Hey there, welcome to BSing with Brandy, where my mission is to get shit done. I'm your host, Brandy Good, and today we're going to talk about automation services and compare the top three, Zapier, Integramat, and Automate. So our topic today came from a couple of webinars that I've done this year about automating your business, the most recent of which would have already aired by the time this episode is going public. So most people understand the concept of automating and when they're thinking of a single application. So for example, someone fills out a form and they get back an an email with a free download or free info automatically. So people are good with that kind of automation. But when it comes to connecting multiple services, sometimes people struggle with a concept or to understand all of the possibilities. You just don't know what you don't know, right? So I want to take a bit of a deep dive into these services to help you wrap your brain around them. Because um, of the two webinars that I did this year about this topic, um, the first one was talking specifically about these services, but it's already a little bit out of date in terms of what the services can do. They've they've grown and evolved. So I wanted to make sure people had the most recent information. And then the latest webinar I did, we kind of covered automation on a broad scale. We didn't really go too deep into these specific automation services. Now, my recommendation is always to get tools that have the automations built in as opposed to using an automation service to make things work. But sometimes it's just not possible to get that all-in-one unicorn solution. Sometimes the tool that you absolutely need just doesn't do this one thing. Sometimes the tool that has all the automations built in is just out of your budget right now and so you have to find two other tools that do everything you need and that combined are lower priced so they fit your budget but you need to get them to talk to each other and sometimes you just end up loving those two tools so much that you just don't want to upgrade to something more all-in-one and you just keep using those so here's what I'm going to talk about today Um, We're going to look at why and when you should be automating and also maybe when you shouldn't be automating. Um, We're going to compare the features of Zapier, Integromat, and Automate. Uh, We're going to look at which one might be best and a shit ton of examples of how I use all these services to kind of give you some idea of the possibilities, maybe even some inspiration. So why and when you should be automating. So why why should you be automating? Let's look at that one first. Um, so the first thing is that it saves you time. <laughs> Instead of doing all these manual tasks, you can focus on your revenue generating activities, on servicing your clients, giving them special attention, that kind of stuff. You also can reduce the risk of error. Um, Your computer doesn't get sleepy or distracted or forget tiny little steps in your workflow. Uh, You can also save money because if 
you are automating all these little repetitive things, you don't need to outsource them. You can give your team, your subcontractors, your staff, whoever it is, you can give them more meaningful work, more high-level work that actually does require a human touch. So that's why you want to automate. Now, how do you know when you're ready to automate? So there's a few a few key things. And if these jump out at you, you might be ready to automate. Um, you started to notice that you have some super repetitive tasks in your business. So think about the things that you do on a daily weekly, monthly, et cetera, et cetera, basis. And you'll probably notice that there's a handful of things that you're doing all the time. They're really repetitive. You don't particularly enjoy doing them because maybe they're a little bit boring. (laughs) And then the second part of that is that those tasks are getting done the exact same way every time. So those things are are ready to be automated. The the other thing that might jump out at you is that little things are getting missed. So the problem is that those little things are actually quite important. And by little things, I typically, the little things that get missed that I typically see are things like following up with people, um, like sending that email, or putting something on your calendar And if you don't do that, then you either miss a meeting or you double book yourself and that causes all sorts of stress. (laughs) If you want to know more about calendar woes, uh, go check out episode number six where I talked about calendar stuff. Um, So that's why you want to automate and if you know you might be ready for automation. What about if you're not ready to automate? How do you know? How do you know if you're not ready to take that step. So there's really only two things and one of them is a doozy. And so the doozy is you are not ready to automate if you don't have an existing process in place. So maybe you know you have a bunch of repetitive tasks that you have to do, but every time you do it, it's different. There's something different about it. You have to do it a different way or there's different steps. Um, One month compared to the next month, there's less steps. There's not a consistent process or you don't have kind of the process ideally down on paper, um, but if it's a really simple short process, it might just be in your head. Um, if If that doesn't exist, that thing, that process, that task, is not ready to be automated. Um, If you don't know the steps of what you need to do, how the hell are you supposed to tell a computer what to do, right? So if you don't have any consistent processes, you're not ready to automate. And then the other one, which is kind of a, also don't forget this, is if you are afraid of technology or you don't trust computers. So you might be really desperate to save time but you don't trust computers and so you're really hesitant to automate. So in that case, you are ready to outsource to someone else. So it doesn't matter to you how it's getting done, as long as it's getting done, but you'd rather a person did it because you trust a person more than a computer, or you have to force yourself to keep doing it manually the long way you've been doing it 
until your frustration with having to do that thing manually overrides your fear of technology and computers and then you might be ready to automate. So those are some situations where you probably shouldn't be automating yet. All right, so that's some some info about automation um, that is really key because people often jump into automation because they're so wrapped up in the idea of saving time and things are going to be more efficient and slicker um, but they don't have a plan in place they don't have that process in place and it all goes horribly horribly wrong okay <laughs> so don't let that be you then now I want to look at actually like look at Zapier Integromat and automate um, I even have a little handy chart it will be in the show notes but I want to reference it so I make sure I get everything right so let's compare let's compare the features and I was doing some research um, when I was prepping for this episode and there's all sorts of you know posts and videos out there comparing these services but they're comparing them at a at a real surface level so typically they're comparing okay the basic features like how much you can do on a free plan and um, what the price is if you have to upgrade and sometimes that's it like there's way more to all these services <laughs> so I want to go a little bit deeper into the features so when I'm doing my comparison I'm comparing the free plan for all of these I will talk about pricing a little bit but I just want you to know that all of the things I'm talking about are um, applied to the free plan that you sign up with and if you're wondering why I'm only comparing these three it's because they do have free plans um, there are a lot of other automation services out there um, a lot of them are designed for bigger businesses um, companies corporations and so you know they start at $50 a month and go all the way up to like $500 a month they don't have free plans <laughs> they're not targeted at us um, I did find one other service I'm not going to talk about it that did have a free plan but it allows you to connect two things like basically to create two connections and and that's it um, so I thought you know for a business to use that on a regular basis probably isn't gonna work that much so that's why I'm sticking with Zapier automate and Integromat and one other quick note uh, you may be wondering why isn't she talking about IFTTT if this then that um, so to be to be fair to if this and that their services have improved quite a bit but originally if this and that was kind of like the like the consumer version of Zapier it um, Zapier focused a lot more on business services and if this and that focused more on you know non-business services and their service wasn't as reliable and so that's why I stopped using if this and that for business stuff because sometimes things would time out or they just they just wouldn't work and you and you couldn't figure out why and you would try to fix it and it would just be like it just doesn't work <laughs> and all you would get back from 
support threads and stuff would be like, sometimes this thing just doesn't work and nobody knows why. Unacceptable for business. So I stopped using them. I stopped talking about them. But to be fair, like I said, I think their service has improved a lot. And so if you want to check out if this and that, go ahead. But for business purposes, I'm, I'm still not focusing on it because they don't connect with as many business applications. Okay, so with all those disclaimers being said, let's talk about these features and let's compare them. So the, the main thing that people want to know is how much can I do on a free plan? So with Zapier, you get five integrations and a hundred tasks. So let's define integrations and tasks. And if you go to these websites, they all have different words for these things. Um, I'm going to try to keep it consistent. So an integration is when you are taking app A and service B and making them work together, connecting them. So that's an integration. A task is every time that integration executes or does something. So that's a task. So with Zapier, you get five integrations, you get a hundred tasks every month. So that's a monthly basis. With Automate, you also get five integrations, but you get 250 tasks. So that's kind of a big difference between the two there. You still get five integrations, but Automate gives you a lot more tasks. Then Integramat, uh, Integramat, you have unlimited integrations. You can create as many as you want and have them active every month and you get a thousand tasks. So if you're just comparing um, that basic feature across all three, uh, it does seem like Integramat would be the winner. Um, if you if that's all you were all you were judging based on So let's go to the next thing uh, The next thing is how many services do they all connect to right because you can't just you know connect random pieces of, of Software or applications. They actually have to work with Zapier um, So let's see who the winner is <laughs> of this so Zapier connects with over 1500 services. And the last time I talked about Zapier in detail, my little chart had a thousand. So in the last say six months, they've added around 500 services. So they're growing pretty rapidly. Um, then Automate connects to over a hundred services and Integramat connects to over 300 services. So if you're just looking at that, the winner probably is pretty clearly Zapier. Um, if you're wanting to connect something, chances are you're probably going to find it on Zapier. You might not find it on Automate and you might not find it on Integramat. So it's not just about how many connections you need to make and how often they're going to run in a monthly period. It's what are those applications or services and which platform actually works with those services. Okay, so if you're just looking at that, uh, obviously Zapier has the biggest variety. And I do know that a lot of um, online services now, when they are looking at 
automating, they are definitely planning for Zapier first. It's kind of the thing that they are um, coding or developing for first before the other two in most cases. So the next thing I want to compare is the complexity of the integrations or connections that you can make on a free plan. So at, at the very simplest, <laughs> you have, you know, app A, service B, and then they connect together, right? So that's um, app A, when app A sees something, then it triggers something to happen in service B. So if you, if you're a logic person, if you took logic <laughs> in school, um, these are all if-then kind of activities, just very simple if-then activities. But sometimes we need more than just the straight, if this happens, then do this. Sometimes you need um, if app A sees something, then service B does this, and service C does this. Sometimes it starts to branch out. Or sometimes you need app A to see something and service B to do something, but only if a certain condition is met, which is basically a filter, right? Like you need, um, when an email comes through from this certain address, you want it to forward to somebody else, but only if it contains the word, I don't know, business, <laughs> right? So that's a filter. So we've kind of got um, multi-step and filters. So I want to talk about those because they're a little bit more advanced. Um, they're probably not the kind of thing that you're going to be using when you're just starting out on these services but you, um, the more you use it, the more you realize how um, valuable these are. So let's compare. Uh, Zapier, on the free plan, so you have a single step, so that's um, just like task A service B, and then you can also choose to have a filter or a delay, and we didn't even talk about delays, but on Zapier you can, you can tell it to not do the second part of it until you know after a certain amount of time has passed um, but you can't have both so on zapier on a free plan you can kind of have an integration that has three three things in it so your first app some sort of condition that's either a filter or a delay and then your second app so that's a free plan if you want anything more than that you have to start upgrading then automate. So here's where automate differ, um, differs. You can have multiple steps. So you can create an integration that has more than just task A service B um, on the free plan. You can get more complicated without having to upgrade. So that's definitely a bit of an advantage over Zapier. And then on Integromat, even is one step farther on the free plan, you can have multi-step um, and you can put filters in. 
so that, um, like I said, if you're starting to get more detailed and complex with your automation needs, um, I would say their Integromat might be the winner. There's a little caveat to that that I'll talk about when we get down to usability, okay? So what's the next thing? Uh, task frequency. So these, these automations, they're kind of running behind the scenes. And so it's important for you to be aware of how often they're kind of being triggered or how often they're executing. Um, because if you need something to happen as, you know, as soon as it happens, um, and you are using a thing that doesn't happen instantly, that's important for you to know. So on Zapier, uh, the default is for your integrations to run every 15 minutes. There are some cases where it'll happen instantly. It kind of depends on the, the apps you're connecting. So there's nothing necessarily that you can do to make it instant or not. It just depends on the apps or services you're connecting. But typically it'll be every 15 minutes and that's just the default. So on Automate, the default is five minutes. So that's a little bit quicker. That is, that's nice <laughs> if you have things that are happening quite frequently and you need kind of real-time updates, then Automate might be a better choice. Then Integromat. Um, again, Integromat has a default of 15 minutes. But the nice thing about Integromat is that you can, as long as it's over 15 minutes, that's that's the, the minimum frequency, you can actually customize how often you want that to run. So if it's something that doesn't happen very often and you don't want it to try to run and use up tasks, then you could set it just to run once a day or like every five hours or something like that. You have that flexibility with Integromat. So that's kind of a, a toss-up. Um, automate to run every five minutes uh, is kind of the winner. If you do need stuff to go that quickly, um, if you have stuff that you don't necessarily need to run all that often, then with Integromat being able to tell it, okay, only run once a day is kind of an advantage. So it depends, depends what you need. So kind of a tie, I guess. Um, so that's frequency. Uh, then the other thing is if your integration for whatever reason fails, it doesn't work, um, is it going to automatically retry? Sometimes things just have glitches. Um, sometimes a classic, classic cause of error is you have changed your password or your email on a service and forgot that you've had have it connected in an integration and suddenly Zapier or Automator Integromat can't connect to that service anymore. So your integration will, you know, it'll throw an error. It just won't work. You'll get a notification that it won't work. And so, you know, you can go in and try to fix it. But is that thing going to keep retrying um, on its own. And, you know, sometimes things just have glitches, services go down, um, 
And so it's important to know, do you have to manually go in and check that, make it run, or even just do it manually yourself? Or is it going to do it on its own? So Zapier, um, it does not auto retry on a free plan. Uh, It does on paid plan. But if you're on a free plan and you have things that either got held or failed, you have to go in and, you know, click a button that says run. Then automate is the same. (laughs) So those two are exactly the same. Uh, If you want it to automatically retry, you have to upgrade to a paid plan. Then Integramat. So Integramat does have auto retry, but only for certain error types. So I'm not going to get into all the details of that. Um, So it will auto retry if it can. Um, but certain errors kind of just make it stop in its tracks and it can't retry. So it totally depends on um, what you've set up and what's what's gone wrong. But again, you'll still get an email from the service saying that, you know, there was an error or something might be wrong with your integration. So at least you'll know, you'll know to check. Then let's talk about usability. Um, So I said before, there was a little caveat um, when I said that Integramat was kind of the winner um, for the complexity of the integrations you can create, but the caveat was usability. So when it comes to usability, I would still say that Zapier is the most user-friendly. Um, Automate is very, very close. Its user interface um, was very similar to Zapier, although Zapier has just, not just, um, but in the past few months, they kind of updated the user interface to make it more user-friendly. And so it is the best, it has the best step-by-step process for building an integration. It's very much you know, like it's saying, okay, do this thing and then click next and then do this thing and then click next and automate doesn't quite do that. Um, but it does have a pretty user-friendly layout. Then Integramat. So to be completely honest, the first time I tried to use Integramat, I was completely lost. (laughs) It's, um, its integration builder doesn't have a lot of um, tips or it doesn't necessarily tell you, okay, do do this and then do this. I kind of had to figure it out on my own, to be completely honest. Um, they do have help docs that eventually I realized they were there. And so when I went to, to review them, that helped a lot. Um, but there was a lot of trial and error at first. And the thing is, now that I know what I'm doing, I actually find it incredibly user friendly because it's a visual builder. So it's not it's not like a uh, like a step by step dialogue where it's, you know, I just put in one thing and then it takes me to the next screen. So I know exactly what I'm doing each step of the way. It's it's visual, right? So each app is represented by like a little icon on the screen and you are putting things on the screen and connecting them with lines. And so if you are 
a visual person um, and you've never used something like Zapier before, then Integramat, you actually might find it really, really easy to use. But if you started off on Zapier and that's kind of what you know, then Integramat might be um, difficult to kind of wrap your head around what you're doing. But if you're if you're really, really savvy with automations, you'll catch on to Integramat um, pretty quick. Uh, the other thing is that in terms of usability, it's probably the most advanced. You can do so much um, in the, the integration builder, things that even like I could start spitting out acronyms, but I won't because some of them, even I don't know what they mean, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you can get incredibly complex with your Integromat integrations. So it's kind of hard. Like I would say just for the average, the average person who maybe is, you know, just getting into automations, Zapier is probably going to be the most user-friendly. But if you are a computer person, a techie person, if you code and develop uh, and things like that, you're probably going to like Integromat more because it is more complex. It has more of the things that you want where you might find Zapier or Automate uh, too basic on the surface. Okay, so that one, again, it's maybe a tie. It kind of depends. Depends on what you need. Then um, testing. So this is important. Um, when you are setting up your integration and testing it, because on these free plans, like you have, you have a cap on how many tasks you get each month. So like on Zapier, you get 100 tasks. So if you are setting up integrations and testing to see if they work, it's important to know if every time you test, is that using up a task? So the, the good news is that Zapier and Automate, when you're building your integration, you can test it and it doesn't use up any tasks. The tests don't count towards your limit, but on Integromat, they do count towards your limit. So all of your tests are live. So you have to be quite careful <laughs> when you are testing. Um, so for example, the first month that I used Integromat, like seriously, where I, I had set up like three or four integrations and needed them to run, um, within a week, I had used up all my tasks because I had to do so much testing. Like I said, partially my fault because I was, um, you know, kind of trying to figure things out on my own and maybe didn't quite realize what I was doing, that I was using up all of my tasks. So you think a thousand tasks is a lot, right? But in the end, you can run through them quite quickly, especially if you're doing tests over and over again, um, or if you have, you know, your thing set to run every 15 minutes and you have a lot of integration set up. So you can burn through a thousand fairly quickly, kind of when you're just getting started. So just be aware of that. If you're going to use Integromat and you don't, you don't quite know what you're doing yet, <laughs> be a little bit careful. So 
the the other thing I mentioned support before. So support is really important for any software online service. So let's compare the the support that the three have. So with Zapier, they have help documentation, um, which is really amazing and robust. And then you can email them if you have a problem just in general or with a specific integration, they'll help you out. So um, I've used them. They're, you know, pretty good. I got my questions answered in a pretty timely basis. So that was all right. Um, Automate, they have help, help documentation, but instead of email, they actually have live chat. Uh, so if you're setting something up and you're having trouble in the moment, you can chat with them and they can help you out. My preference, um, is almost always for live chat. I just want to talk to someone and get them to help me figure it out because of course the problem with email over support or support over email is that, you know, you send your problem and then they get back to you and their solution doesn't work. Maybe you didn't explain your problem right. And then you go, okay, no, it's, this is what's happening. And then they, they need more info. And then it's just a series of back and forth. Whereas if you're on a live chat with somebody, you can accomplish the same back and forth in 10 minutes, right? So I would give automate the thumbs up on that one over Zapier's email support. Then Integramat, they have help docs, they have email support, they also have a Facebook group um, that is actually, you know, moderated by them. Uh, Zapier, there are Facebook groups out there for Zapier, but they're not run by Zapier. They're run by other service providers who um, promote or use Zapier. Um, but the Facebook group for Integramat is run by Integramat. So um, I've used all of their support services because like I said, I was really lost in the beginning. I needed help. Um, so the help docs were good to get started. Um, fairly quickly, I had some kind of complex needs and couldn't figure out how to do them. So I post in the Facebook group. Uh, people helped me out there. And then I, I've submitted things to their email support. And the really awesome thing about their email support is that sometimes they'll write back and say, oh, you just need to do this and that will fix your integration. Sometimes they'll actually go into your account, they'll copy what you've done and then create and then fix it like they'll fix it themselves instead of just telling you and then they'll get back to you and say hey I copied that thing and here's what I think you need to do so you can go in and look at it and then if it works problem solved so sometimes they will actually hands-on help you with your stuff which is a bit unusual um, and awesome in a lot of online services uh, sometimes the support people don't necessarily know enough about the service that they're there to support to be able to do that. So you know the people who you're talking to over support, they really, really know Integramat, which is awesome. And then the last kind of comparison I want to make is pricing. So if you if you get to a point 
where you're like, okay, I, I do need to pay. I do need to pay for something. How did these all work out in terms of the first level of paid plan? So I'm just going to do like the first paid plan. We're not going to go beyond that. So if you need to upgrade Zapier on a monthly basis, you're going to pay $25 a month. There is for, uh, there is a slight discount if you just pay annually. Like if you pay for the full 12 months all up front, you do get a bit, a bit of a discount. Uh, and then the same thing for Automate, it's $25 a month. Um, but if you pay for the year, you get a huge discount. It's only $120. Um, so that's a pretty massive savings. <laughs> so if, if the apps that you need to use are in Automate um, and you need to upgrade, you need more than 250 tasks running each month. Um, to pay $120 to be able to use it the entire year, um, that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Uh, and then Integramat. Integramat to pay for the first level of paid plan is only $9 a month. So if, um, if you need like a crazy number of integrations and way more than a thousand tasks, uh, and you're and you're not afraid of how complex Integramat can be. Uh, I would say that's probably the clear winner in terms of pricing nine dollars a month. Um, yeah. All right. So that is a that is a comparison. So which one is best overall? I kind of I kind of voted on them as we went through the features. Um, which one is best overall? It's hard to say. Uh, there was a point where I would have said Zapier hands down just because it was the most user-friendly. And then it kind of got to the point where I was like, well, no, Integramat, because I can do so much more with Integramat on the free plan. Uh, a lot of the things that I do with Integramat, if I was going to do them with Zapier, I would be paying the $25 a month. Um, you know, so it kind of, it kind of depends what you need. So instead of saying, okay, this one is the winner, I would say like use Zapier if you're in this situation. So let's do that. So if you are kind of new, new to automations, um, if you're brand new to automations, I would maybe look at Zapier and automate and see if, well, look at Automate first. If it has the services that you need, start with Automate because it's definitely the most uh, simplified of them right now. Uh, and you, you get more for more bang for your for your zero dollars um, if the services you need are connected. Okay. If you can't find your services in Automate but you're, you're fairly new to automations, then go to Zapier um, because it is, it is the easiest to set up your integrations and it has the biggest variety, but it is the most restrictive in terms of how much you can do for free in a month. So if you, if you just have a couple integrations and they run on a pretty regular basis, 
you know, 100 tasks might be good for you. If you, um, if you just have one integration, but it runs a lot, you're going to max out 100 pretty quickly. Um, then you might be looking at Integromat. So again, as long as the services you need are connected there, um, if you have if you have a ton of integrations that you know run once a week, then you're going to need Integromat because you're going to max out on Zapier. Alternatively, if you just have one or two, but they run like multiple times every day, then you probably need that 1,000 tasks. So look at what are the services you need? How many of these integrations are you going to have to create? And then how often are they going to run? So that ultimately is going to decide which service you use. Um, so that's why I can't really say one, one is better than the other because while Automate, Automate and Zapier are, are very, very close in terms of kind of who they're marketing to, how their user interface works. They're very, very similar. Integromat is definitely geared more towards techie people. Um, but don't let that scare you off necessarily. Once you get started, once you understand how, how the integration builder works, uh, you'll be fine. It's just different. <laughs> so that is... I can't really say if one is the best. So you have to decide for yourself which one is going to work. Then I wanted to give you, I said I was going to give you a shit ton of examples of how I actually use these services. So I'm going to go through a few and kind of detail them for you. So I'm going to talk about my absolute favorite one first, uh, which it's not practical it's not a practical integration, but it's one that brings me immense joy. <laughs> so I have an automation set up so that when I get an email uh, that has to do with a payment I've received, um, so it could be from a client, it could be be some sort of affiliate payment or a subscription payment, um, anything like that. When I get an email that tells me I've got money, <laughs> then I have an integration set up. So it's watching for that email. And when it sees that email, it sends a notification to my phone and my phone goes cha-ching. <laughs> so I could just be, you know, out for coffee with someone. I could be having dinner with my family, anything like that. And all of a sudden my phone goes to ching. It's like the most amazing, joyous feeling in the world. Um, when people look at you and you're like, that's right. I'm just chilling here with you and I'm making money. <laughs> so it's not practical at all. Um, but it's my absolute favorite <laughs> automation I've ever set up. Um, so I always talk about that one. So that's when I got set up. But I do have a lot of practical ones set up. So I'm not going to go through every single one because a lot of them are, are kind of repetitive. Um, but here's what 
here's what else I've got set up. The more, the more practical things. Um, so I have uh, some clients who email me. Uh, I use a project management software and that's how I communicate with people typically, but I still have um, some clients who email me once in a while. So what happens when that, like I have an automation set up. So when I get an email from this particular email, then it triggers a task to get created in my project management software. And depending on what the email is, um, so I would have multiple automations set up like this. So if it's an email from client A, then the task is created and gets assigned to a certain team member. If it's an email, and these aren't like complex automations, these are all set up individually. If it's an email from this other client, then a task gets created and it assigns to me, right? Things like that. So um, because I don't check my email that often, I'm just, I have my project management uh, application open all day. So I need the things to show up in there because if they just sit in email, um, you know, I just don't see them often enough. So that's the kind of automation that I would typically set up. What else do I got? Um, oh, so when someone books an appointment with me, so I have appointment booking software, um, and then I have my email marketing software, they're separate. Um, so I've used an automation to connect them. So when someone books an appointment with me, um, because now they're a lead, it triggers my automation to add that person and their email to my email software into the, like the welcome sequence, the nurture funnel. So they, um, they kind of get all that information that someone who signed up on the opt-in form would. So I'm still capturing those people's emails. If I didn't do that, then I would have emails sitting in my booking software and separate from the emails in my email marketing software, I want them all together in one place. Then um, when I book a new client, so a new client signs up uh, or they purchase a product, I've got an automation set up so that it creates a task in my project management software so that I know to start the work. So um, I could have someone purchase something when I'm, you know, the hours of the day where I'm not checking my email, or they could purchase something on a weekend or on an, you know, an evening, but I'm going to look at my task list way before I'm going to look at my email. So if I see in my task list, oh, somebody bought something and now you have to start the work, uh, there won't be that same delay as if I had to check my email to see it because that could be hours later. So that is an example. And those are the, that's something that, you know, just improves my customer service. Um, I can start on their work quicker than if it was just sitting in my inbox. Uh, the other thing, so this is one then that saves me and my bookkeeper time. <laughs> when I sell a product or service through my website, um, because I've got my website here, my accounting software is here, 
they're not connected. <laughs> um, so when I sell something on my website, it generates a transaction into my accounting software. So it's just less, less manual work for my bookkeeper. Um, she can just, you know, do her work a lot more efficiently because she's not hunting down things um, or having to ask me, okay, what's this? What's this? Uh, it just, the automation just does that. So that's a great internal time saver. Um, then some other, uh, this is kind of more of a, like a marketing thing almost. Um, so once in a while I'll send surveys out. Often I'm asking people to submit information that I have to take action on. So if I'm sending a form or a survey out, somebody fills it in and submits it, then it creates a task in my project management software so that I know to, well, number one, it's a good heads up for me that somebody has submitted the form. Um, so that's kind of part one of it. But then part two, I can see the information they've submitted right in the task. I don't have to go somewhere else and open it up and check. Um, and then I can, you know, take action. It's a task in my project management software. So I can like change a due date, assign it to somebody else if I need to work on it from there. That is awesome for me. Then the last one I wanted to talk about, um, I have some of my clients don't use any task management software, project management software. And so just everything we do is in mine. But some clients are already using their own, their own software. Um, and so maybe they're using Asana or Trello. And because I'm using something called Plutio now, um, I don't necessarily want to have all of my tasks in two different places. That is a nightmare. Um, so then I set up automations when I have, when I am working with those clients where it says something like, oh, when, when a task is assigned to me in Asana or in Trello, kind of copy that task or create a new task in my project management software with all the details. So even though I would go into theirs to like tell them, okay, this is done or ask for info, at least in my project management software, I can still see everything I have to do in one place. I'm not constantly having to check in two different places and um, risking kind of overbooking myself in a given day with too many to-dos. So there is kind of a good overview um, of the things that I use it for. One of the one of the other big things um, that's not quite as exciting, but I use automations to back up information. Um, so like social media posts, um, contacts, calendar entries. So if something were to happen and like, all of my contacts, all of my Google contacts got wiped out for whatever reason. I have an automation where every time I add a contact to my Google contacts, it adds it to, it adds that information in a line in a spreadsheet. So I still have all that information in a spreadsheet, the same with calendar entries. So if my calendar gets wiped out, um, and if my calendar got wiped out, it would be um, a very, very bad day. <laughs> in this office. 
Um, without my calendar, I have no idea what I'm doing. So I would at least have all of those things in a spreadsheet. So I'd be able to figure out where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. So things like that. So backing up a lot of information, um, not the sexiest of automations, but just a nice kind of peace of mind thing. So those are examples. Um, we talked about Zapier, Automate, Integromat. Maybe you have an idea of which one you want to try first, which one might be best for you. If you've already been using them, maybe I gave you some ideas of uh, different ways to use them. Oh, and just one more thing uh, before I wrap it up. If you're going, okay, well, which one do you use? I use all of them. <laughs> um, I, I don't use Automate anymore, but I, I did for a while. So I use a combination of Zapier and Integromat, and here's why. Because my project management service works with Integromat, it doesn't work with Zapier yet. So I use that a lot on Integromat. Zapier um, then connects with something that Integromat doesn't, uh, which is my website platform, Kajabi. So Kajabi works with Zapier, not with Integromat. So if, you know, like if Integromat worked with Kajabi, maybe I would only use Integromat. Or if Zapier worked with Plutio, maybe I'd only use Plutio. Although I would, um, or I'd only use Zapier. I'd probably max out Zapier pretty quick though, um, with just a hundred tasks. So I kind of use a combination right now of Zapier and Integromat um, because they have different services that I need. Um, yeah, and so it is, you know, sometimes the one downside of that is that sometimes I think, oh, I need to go update an integration I've set up and I have to stop for a second and go, okay, is that in Zapier or is that in Integromat? Um, which is kind of a pain that they're not all in one place, but I'm okay with it right now because overall it still saves me a ton of time. So that wraps up today's episode of BSing with Brandy. If you enjoyed this topic, you can find more just like it at bsingwithbrandy.com. That is Brandy with an I, not a Y. <laughs> and there you'll also find show notes for all the episodes and links to any episode or any resources that I mention in an episode. So while you're there, feel free to subscribe to future episodes on the platform of your choice. And I wish you all the best getting shit done this week.